whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. December, we are not drinking some uh, whiskey advent calendar tonight because Brent, it's time to do a little something different for this short pour. Tell me what you got in mind. I know you texted me this idea the other yeah. day, and I was like, uh, re-explain. So look, it's December. It's Rye Month. We uh, we've been meaning to get to 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 letting you drink some rye whiskeys with us. So tonight, we're going to be drinking some Hudson, Hudson, New York. Maple cask rye. Now, this is a, a very interesting thing that they do up there at, at uh, Tuttletown Distillery, Tuttletown Spirits in uh, in New York. So what they do is they take uh, Hudson whiskey barrels that they've distilled, either their foregrain or their rye, uh, one of their spirits. They, they send these whiskey barrels up to Woods Syrup in Vermont, and then they age syrup in those barrels, decant them, and then send them back to Tuttletown to be filled up with a small selection of rye in those used casks. So, um, interesting to try this. I've seen this on the shelves, never bought it because I feel like those like maple cask whiskeys are kind of um, gimmicky. But you know what? It's rye month, and I'm willing to try anything. So, did you? So you say you never have had this? I've never had this before. You pulled it off the shelf. You said we should drink this one. I've had that much before. That's a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, Jeeves, I've Jeeves, got a is, Jeeves is not drinking it. You're the only one who must have been drinking it here. Yeah, I've been hiding it from you. I've had this bottle. Well, I've shared it with friends and, you know, but um, I, I'm pretty down to the, the near bottom on, on a bottle, of the, a full-size bottle. Now, that's the thing, too. Hudson, just over the last couple of years, started doing these 750 milliliter bottles because when they kind of started they were known they only came out with the 375s and they're kind of this really squatty medicinal uh looking bottle yeah they were um, like as wide as you, they are tall what's crazy is they have um very medicinal style kind of labels really just blocky square white labels very blocky writing um, and because of the way the bottle is, is shaped they have a big problem with um when you when you tump them over especially when it's full you get kind of that weird flow where it flows off the side of the bottle, the bottle before you actually get it into the glass. Right. So it has, it looks like an old medicine bottle. That medicine is dripped down the side of the bottle. It's, it's all through the label. It kind of has that, as they get older, they get kind of that funky, um, you know, funky, worn out, nasty kind of look to it. So that's kind of, that's kind of cool in a, in a way, um, you know, on your shelf because it looks like something totally old and, and hip and it's really just a, 20, you know, 2019 bottle of maple cask rye. But Scott, enough about that. We're not, um, yeah, we're not just drinking rye whiskey tonight. Yes, it's December. I mean, that, that that's a better reason than any other to drink rye, rye whiskey. But tonight, we, uh, you know, just a few days before Christmas, we're about a week out 
um, we wanted to to sit down and give your significant other. So if if you ever share the BSEA Whiskey Underground with your significant other, this is the one that you're going to do it. This one, this whiskey will only run you $20. So if you come home with it, it was $20. It was a great whiskey. Um, yes, always. That's the, that's the Clifford ooh. method. That's right. So, but tonight we're going to be giving you, uh, you know, kind of going down the list of things that, you know, Brent and I, Brent, you've been drinking whiskey for how long? What, 10 years now? Uh, I would say probably a tad, a tad bit more than that. Um, I want to say for me it was like 08, 09 when I started really getting to, to enjoy the nuances would, of whiskey. Yeah, I would say probably, I would say probably, yeah, I moved to Atlanta in 2010, 2011, so probably around, yeah. I would say, I would say within the last ten years, I've been. You're right. I'd probably say within the last ten years, I've been. So been definitely doing it. As whiskey lovers, we we figured, what better way to uh, to give you some ideas, to give your significant other ideas, on gifts to get you for the holidays. Get you know gifts that you'd like to receive, uh, for Christmas, for Hanukkah, for Christmaka, for Kwanzaa, whatever whatever holiday you celebrate this year. Uh, we wanted to give you some ideas on what to get. As a whiskey lover, so um, while we drink this, uh, Brand on the nose, this is distinctly rye. It's oh yeah, it is rye it whiskey got, at its finest. Does it not? I mean, it's spearmint and yep, eucalyptus, dill, dill pickle, little dill. Uh, you know, a good nose. I actually enjoy this nose for rye whiskey. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't have anything. So so at first glance or at first smell. Um, the maple does not come into play at all. No, no, it doesn't. There, there's no, you don't get that maple whiskey or that maple uh, syrup nose on it whatsoever. Now, do they have their own rye? Do they? Do, is it New York rye? So this is this is this is this is the Manhattan rye. That is, this is the Manhattan rye that's basically aged in. In these barrels, so they take their, they do have a rye. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, is the um, is uh, is the, the the grain like their own grain from New York? Um, well, I know they distill their own, so it's 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 not MGP, um, it's not uh, Heaven Hill, whatever, um, whatever you're gonna find. I don't know if they use their own grain or not, but. It smells really good. You know, I don't know. So I think I thought I read that it's New York's first whiskey distillery since Prohibition in the Hudson Valley, and I think that it. I want to say it's all local. It's, it might be. I know. It's, look, it's got a great color. It's a deep dark yeah, red. Local gra- Yeah, all they use water powder under local grains into flour. So I mean, it's got to be a local, a local grain. So, yeah, I, would, I think it's probably a local local grain. So, yes, all grains that go in the, Husky, in the Hudson Whiskey line are l- harvested by local farmers less than 10 miles from the distillery. Okay. Which so is crazy because cause they're, say, they're claiming that they're getting all four grains... Because they made a four, they make a four grains. They're getting corn, barley, wheat, and rye within ten miles. 
I can see that. Uh, New York's got a pretty decent climate for all of those. So, pretty cool. Yeah, on the nose, cool. it's it's got, um, like I said, those usual spices. But it, you know what I think makes this perfect for a uh, perfect for December? It's got like those Christmas potpourri, cinnamon, clove, uh, red hots. You know the candies. Yes. Yes. You can you can tell there's cinnamon on the nose. There's definitely cinnamon on the nose. That's so, that is a good call. Yeah, cinnamon candy. So look, as we drink this, uh, Brent, what's if you could think of something to tell Sydney? Sydney comes to you and says, "Hey, man, I have no idea what to get you. I don't want to get you another bottle of whiskey because that's the easy way out." What would you? What, what's what's a gift that you would say? A guy who likes whiskey absolutely needs to have in his uh, under his tree this year for for the holidays. So, um, hard hard rep on this because it's kind of a local company, but something that I've come to love. And every person that's come to my house um, drinks whiskey out of out of one of these, um, and it and it's a particular rocks glass uh, made by. Meunier Faget, which is a New Orleans a New Orleans company, um, I have them and I wear them out. That I always get them, get them gifted and want more of them. Scott, I'm gonna tell you I'll tell you the website. It's M I G N O N F A G E T M I G N O N F A G E T dot com. And if you go at home, you can look. They have they have some of the coolest kind of Southern style rock glasses. Fleur de Lis, Sand Dollars. Um, I have the Oysters. I have, there's like um, some Old Bill, but there's some really cool Palmettos, Magnolia, and these, depending on what you get, um, they range in, in price from, um, I don't know, probably in the $30 range up to $60, depending on. And there's stuff that has platinum in, uh, in Boston at Gold Leaf. Um, I have a set of the Purple and Gold Tigers. I have the Crawfishes. Um, Creole cottages. There's so many cool kind of southern, um, southern vibes to them. But these glasses are freaking awesome, and they, they have some really cool crystal. So you can go for like up to $140 for the Palmetto crystal cut uh, old fashioned glasses. But I am absolutely in love with these. I don't have, I don't own. Well, I own, but I don't keep another rocks glass on our whatever the hell you want to call it bar. Uh, yeah, on our bar. Not really our bar, but it's in our dining room. I don't know what you came in the, the formal name for it. Like a whatever hutch. the hell. Our hutch. Yeah. We don't keep another rocks glass on the hut except for Meunier Faget uh, rocks glasses. Um, they are a prized possession. Like I said, when they wear out. So there are some that are screen kind of printed, but if you find some that are etched, um, the etchings obviously last forever. But... Um, when they wear out, I get more of them. People gift them to me all the, you know all the time. Like I said, they are the best size rock glass. They'll fit a big cube. Um, they're just clean. They're cool. Really original design. Um, and I like having multiple ones because I like when people come over. You know, I'll give someone a crawfish. Someone will get a set of tigers. Someone will get the Creole cottages. Someone will get you know the oysters. So everyone kind of has their glass marker because um, they have different sets, and they usually come in like a set of four. Um, I mean, so 45 bucks for a set of four, kind of expensive. I mean, 10 bucks for a rocks glass, but they're super quality stuff. And, and the other thing too is some people get kind of nervous about washing. So the etched ones, for sure, I, 
I put in the dishwasher. They mm-hmm. go in the dishwasher. They're fine. The ones that are painted on are a little more a little more fragile. Yeah, you hand wash them. Hand hand wash them. But I, a set of rocks glasses. If you if you're drinking your whiskey out of, you know, whatever that's you know a paper cup, but uh, anything that's not a, a, a true rocks a true rocks glass, I think you're missing out on some of the experience. That would be something yeah. I would definitely. Yeah, there's um, there's something say. about there's something about sitting back in a nice big leather armchair and drinking a, a glass of whiskey out of a nice a double old fashioned a nice rocks glass, uh, especially if you enjoy your your glass on ice, uh, your your whiskey on ice. And I think uh, I'm going to piggyback on that and say, look, there is a great way to enjoy whiskey, and that is over ice. Now, I, I'm not talking going to your going to your fridge or going to your freezer and pulling out some of the, the crescent-shaped cubes and putting it in there. I'm talking crystal ice balls because that's the best way to enjoy whiskey. And what I found over on Amazon is a really, really the best way to freeze ice balls. Now, it does take some time. It's essentially an insulated, uh, and I've talked about it before, an insulated mm-hmm. freezer where it's kind of a foam out, uh, foam exterior, and then inside is a rubber uh, silicone, uh, you know, molding shape, and you fill it up with water, and it slowly freezes over the course of like 48 hours to create a very, very crystal clear. Like, you can do all of these things to get a crystal clear ice ball, uh, but this is the easiest way. There's no uh, no vibrating devices, no uh, double boiling, triple boiling to get the water crystal clear. No, you don't have to go out and buy special distilled water to make these crystal clear ice ice balls. It's just your regular tap water, and the reason it doesn't uh, oxidize, it doesn't have those that uh, that haze to it, is because it slowly freezes over the course of 48 hours, 60 hours, depending on your freezer, to give it a perfect crystal clarity. And you throw that in a good uh, old-fashioned glass. Um, I've got a couple from uh, from Magical Meltdown. I've got some from uh, uh, Crystal Imagery, which is another one I recommend for good crystal glassware. It's it's just a fun way to enjoy whiskey, especially especially in the summertime when it's hot, and you want some whiskey. Pour it over ice and see how the weather. See how the the, the ice changes the whiskey. Yes, absolutely. I love I love over ice and like you said there's there's something about the presentation that takes it to the next level right I mean um, you know you, you can you can drink it out of out of just a regular old glass but when you have the proper the proper glassware and you have the a good clear clear ice it just adds adds something to it Scott what do you think so you had a couple sips of this um, yeah so uh, again first time I've had this uh, the first note it is sweet dessert whiskey and it's nicely maple flavored uh, you get a good maple syrup note uh, and then it combines a nice uh, cinnamony rye spicy flavored with caramel maple syrup and honestly like I've kind of avoided these flavored uh, what I call flavored whiskeys and it's not really flavored because they don't actually put maple syrup in it like some other technically thing. it's just a finished whiskey there's just several a finished other whiskey, finished right. whiskeys it it combines a it, it's a young whiskey obviously you can tell there's a little bit of barrel funk on the finish but it combines a good young rye whiskey with some nice sweet notes to balance it out um uh, good good amount of oak it's it's nice and oaky I, I really like this that's a good that's a good taste um 
So uh, one of the things that I, that I think an, another gift that would make a great gift for uh, for anyone who likes whiskey is a good bar set, a, a good mixing set. So um, one of the things I think you definitely need is if you go on Amazon, you Google uh, bar mixing set. It's it's gonna have like a it looks like a beaker, um, almost like a, a test not a test tube but like a, a tall cylinder to mix your whiskey. That's where you're going to put the ice in there. Mm-hmm. It's going to come with a stirring spoon. It's going to come with a muddler. Uh, it's going to come with a good solid jigger. Don't don't get the, you know, flimsy jiggers that you find at the local Walmart. Get a good nice solid jigger, a good wide wide base for it. Should be a 2 ounce and a 1 ounce on the other side because that's the most uh, common uh, ounce measurements you're going to use in making whiskey cocktails, especially our favorite the Manhattan the two one two ratio. This is a uh, this is a must have. If, if you're making whiskey cocktails, you got to have a good presentation. And to do that, yep. you're mixing. You're not you're not shaking up your Manhattans. You're mixing in a nice uh, you know nice bar set with a nice long uh, bar spoon. And you can find and you can find some sets too, and also things too. Um, a like a zest peeler. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, or or a good like or a good. Uh, Paring knife, which some yes. of the sets will come with. The thing these days is this uh, ceramic paring knife. I don't know if you if you got a ceramic paring knife, but it's super super lightweight, and, and you can you can handle it in one hand. Good, it's not clumsy, real, real short, um, dishwasher safe, and it stays sharp enough to cut. You know, just cut the rind off of orange or or whatever. But um, the, the, but that sometimes they come in this you know in a set with that, and those are. Those are fantastic, but I, I agree. If you don't have the tools, yeah, you gotta have a good makes set of it a little more difficult tools. to do with cocktails. Yeah, and again, you can get a nice set with a good. Again, they usually come with a shaker and this uh, uh, kind of like a, uh, I don't even know what the. It's like a pitcher. It's like a short pitcher. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's just a mixing. It's a beaker. mixing glass. It is. I mean, it is a, yeah, mixing glass. Um, and make sure you get one with a strainer. About. And what, you know, whenever I make uh, whiskey cocktails, always double strain. So you put the strainer on top of the uh, on top of the uh, the mixing glass or on top of the shaker, and then pour it into a small sieve. You get one of those at, the, at your local grocery store. It's just a it, it, you know smaller sieve, maybe like two inches wide, and you double strain your stuff so you make sure you get all the ice out of there and you get only the whiskey, only the flavors that you put in there. Uh, a good bar set will will go a long way. Yep. What um? How about swag? Because any any good bourbon drinker or collector's probably got a little man cave or hole somewhere where they're collecting. But I mean, those display pieces, those barrel heads. Barrel heads are always fun. Aging barrels. Oh yeah, that's um, that's another one. Aging barrels are aging great. barrels. Are, are cool, just kind of like display. That's a functional display piece. So that's kind of taken to a whole other level because display pieces are cool, but when you actually have kind of a functional display piece like a barrel, that's even a whole other, you know, a whole other level. Yeah, and and you know what we've uh, we, we are going to be drinking some of the stuff that's been sitting in the aging barrel that I got I got for uh, Father's Day this year. Uh, we've got two different whiskeys that we've matured in uh, in a uh, I think it's a two liter. Maybe a two or three liter aging barrel. It, it's a fun way for you to kind of experiment, but also uh, enjoy the kind of science of whiskey. You know, figure out 
how long it takes. What is a what is a good amount of time for scotch? What is a good amount of time for bourbon? Uh, finish, you know, put some red wine in there, and then finish some whiskey after that, and see what it does to the whiskey. Um, honestly, a really good a good way to to kind of get involved in the whiskey, not just drink it. Yeah, yeah. excellent, excellent idea there. Um, obviously, we cannot speak highly enough of Glencairns. We drink most of the whiskey that we drink out of a Glencairn glass. It is uh, it has won countless awards for innovation as the best way to drink whiskey. Uh, neat. We'll preface yes. that with whiskey with neat. neat. Don't you know? You can't. First of all, you can't put an ice ball on this thing. <laughs> no, you can put a rock. Maybe you can put a small rock or some chips in yeah. it or whatever. And also, if you're drinking it with water, I mean, you'd, you'd put it, uh, put it in there. But and there, there. So Scott, there, there. Glencairn is the originator. It's the original, mm-hmm. and it's still probably the most perfect design. Um, but they are fragile. They are. And, you know, they are kind of slightly, I would say, clumsy. And there's been some other designs. On that, I mean, I see you're holding the Halo glass. Yeah, I've got the Halo glass here. Um, the Norlin whiskey glass is basically a, uh, it, it almost looks like a, you know, kind of like a, a diamond cut wine glass on the outside, but the inside shape is actually a Glencairn, so it's it's got the same effect, but a little bit bigger and a little bit thicker for you to hold. So is that Norlin? Norlin, N-O-R-L-A-N. Yes, yeah, one of my friends had showed me a... Yeah, that. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Norland Whiskey Glass. But if you do want to go get Glen Cairns, um, Crystal Imagery, it's an online site. They do personalized whiskey glasses, so you can do anything from uh, just your initial or your, like, a, an initial with a coat of arms and your last name on it to an actual custom logo. And, and they're pretty inexpensive. I think on any given day, if you buy, you know, a set of four Glen Cairns from Amazon, you're going to pay 12 bucks a glass. For if you buy like four, you're gonna pay like ten or twelve bucks a glass. You can get four custom etched, and and when these are etched, I mean these are deeply etched. They are, they've got some heft to them. You can get four custom etched Glencairn glasses for eighteen dollars a piece. No setup fees either. I mean that's that's a great deal. Look, glassware. Two things: glassware can. Can essentially last you a lifetime. Yes. I mean, if it's taken, you know, if it's taken care of, I mean, um, definitely can can get a lot of a lot of use out of that. So, um, I have kind of found this Glencairn without the the stem essentially, and it's Glencairn brand actually seems to make one, but that's the one you call it. It's like a Canada glass, right? That's what they call it, a Canadian whiskey glass. Yeah. yeah a Canadian whiskey glass. I don't um, know what the, like, Glen, what the difference would be. Well, I mean, Glencairn actually makes one. I mean, there's a Glencairn brand crystal Canadian whiskey glass. So, I mean, it's, um, I guess, Canadian whiskey glass is what it's called. But it's essentially like the American Glencairn. Um, just, I think the... Volume is a, is a little bit less, and it's just without the stem. But the volume of the glass, I mean, if you filled the glass to the brim with water, the Canadian glass is a little smaller in volume 
and then it doesn't have, like I said, it doesn't have the little, little stem at the bottom. Yeah, there's a number. Which I'm a, st- I'm a stemless fan of everything. Like I don't, I don't use stem. I use stemless wine glasses. I mean. Oh, I'm, see, I still like a stem. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, a, I'm stemless. Um, I I do I, I do think that if there's a number of different styles of Glencairn or tulip-shaped glasses. Whether it is a uh, whether it's a Glencairn, the Halo glass, the Norland glass, or a uh, Copita glass, which uh, is actually pretty handy because that can double as a glass that can drink tequila out of. That's got a little thin, thin. Uh, yeah, that's stem, more huh? of a, a taller, thin-stemmed uh, whiskey glass. It's what Richard Patterson recommends for whiskey. I don't know why he. It's what he likes. But Richard Patterson is a uh, a character, and if you don't know who Richard Patterson is, Google him. He is a weird guy, but he's a brilliant guy. He's the master distiller. Or, wait, no, he's the master blender. I think of Downwater, not the master distiller, but the master blender. Blender, yeah. So, uh, I mean, look, glassware, 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 glassware. I mean, it kind of all comes back to yeah. uh, <laughs> it's been coming back to glassware. But also, like, like you know, like you said, swag, uh, different things. Um, the barrel heads, t-shirts. If you go on a Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace sell uh, they sell gear, they sell hats, they sell t-shirts, uh, sweatshirts. Yeah, I mean, Blanton's barrel, Blanton's cork displays. If you're, yes. you know, if you collect Blanton's corks, that's always a cool thing to have a cork display um, you know, out there and available. So that's pretty cool. Um, there's, there's a and there's a lot of sites out there that do custom. Custom boxes, you know, if you buy a bottle and they'll, you know, they have custom boxes. There's tons of there's tons of great things out there, but I mean, for me, the basics, like you said, that bar set, that glassware, the ice baller, um, there's some pretty cool things, key things, and like I said, I like things that you can kind of share with with guests and make your guest presentation. Yeah. Um, you know. That much better, because look, there's nothing like serving somebody a nice whiskey and getting the presentation, the, the presentation along with it. You know? Yeah, and um, and, and, and yeah, you can presentation. We talk about decant. Uh, we haven't talked about it, but decanters, decanters are always a nice gift. Um, make sure that there's a good, high quality lead, like lead free crystal, because it's going to make a difference in in the quality that you're going to get. Uh, it's a good display piece, and honestly, you know what's funny? You can put a bottle of uh, John, you know, Johnny Walker Black or Jim Beam White Label into a decanter, and all of a sudden, it looks fancy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It doesn't have to be your best whiskey, but you know what? You pour it out of a decanter, and people are like, "Oh, that's fancy." Oh yeah. Um, so th- this whiskey, uh, the Hudson Maple Cask Rye, um, haven't talked about the finish yet. Oaky, pretty oaky, but it yeah. it marries well with the sweetness from the maple cask, from the maple syrup cask. Um, lots of that rye notes, the dill, the eucalyptus, the menthol finish. Yeah, it's got a menthol finish for sure. Um, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I actually like this one. It's not 
terrible. No, it's a, it's a good it's a good solid solid did whiskey. You, do you, in your computer rankings, do you have do you have a rating on four grain? That you oh, kept? I do. Let me scroll to the bottom. <laughs> four grain was. Four grain was a seventy. No, sixty-nine. Mmm. It was bad. It was right up there with Glenfiddich nineteen sixty-three. Oh no, that was a sixty-one. Uh, OMFW was a sixty-nine as well. Mmm. Um, this one. All right, well, place, place. You ready? It's a big jump. Huge jump. This Go one, ahead. this one gets an eighty-four. Ooh, I gave it an eighty-five. It's a good whiskey. I really enjoy this one. I mean, other eighty-four, eighty-fives, uh, Knob Creek single barrel select, regular nine-year-old, the 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 standard, yeah, the, standard right, single barrel select, right. standard standard pick. Um, Blanton's Black is actually an eighty-four. Hmm. What was so? What was the Blanton's Black? Is that a, is that that's proof down? That's the Japanese whiskey. It's proof down to eighty. Um, okay. other 84s that I get, uh, Old Scout, very good whiskey, solid, uh, Wyoming whiskey double cask, and, uh, Glen Devron 16. Yeah. So, so, honestly, you know, a solid showing from Hudson, which I completely wrote off after that foregrain. Yeah. Yeah. So, makes you just, you know, revisit revisit Hudson a yeah, little bit don't, for sure. Don't write off a distillery just because you had one bad whiskey because honestly, look, that four grain was was terrible. It was uh, funky barrel notes. There can be other there can be other whiskeys inside that uh, inside that, that distillery that do good things. This is one of them. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. oh Brent, I forgot. One other gift. Whiskey soap. So the other uh. day at Target I found, uh, and my sister-in-law actually used to sell this in her shop. Duke Cannon makes a Buffalo Trace bourbon soap mm. that's actually mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. with 90 proof Buffalo Trace whiskey. Mm-hmm. And it, it smells great. Uh, it's, so, it's a big giant bar for seven bucks. For how much? Seven bucks. It's a big, it's a big bar, maybe like, I would say five so, inches wide by two inches deep. I also feel like I have Suavecito beard oil that's mm-hmm. bourbon barrel aged or whiskey barrel aged. There, so a couple falls ago, last fall they did a whiskey fest, uh, pomade, beard oil, uh, rejuvenating spray. They, they did a whole line of their fall stuff. I have that, that same pomade. I'm about to say, I know you don't have the beard oil. No, I don't. Everyone knows who's ever <laughs> met me, looked at me, seen my face. I can grow like five pieces of facial yeah. hair. Well, in the same sense, I definitely don't have the pomade. So. <laughs> That's true. You know what? With our, with our powers combined. Yes. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> That's right. Well, look, this was this oh. was fun. Um, I can't really... Uh, you know, actually, wait. There are a couple of books out there. Uh, one book I have here on the in the speakeasy... It is. Let me get to it. Uh, a field guide to whiskey by Hans Offringer. 
Uh, if you don't know who Hans Offringa is, he does the... Uh, he's got a YouTube channel that's really, really good. But he's got a nice book about, about whiskey, about where Scotch whiskey comes from. And it's a good compendium to learn about it, to know the science of the background, to get to know the different brands... And get to know what you know, what cast strength is, what uh, distillate is, you know, what what first washes, the hearts, the middles, the butt ends, the cuts. It, it's a good, it's a really good way to uh, to learn about whiskeys. And uh, they have a good whiskey wheel here that kind of gives you a palate to kind of taste whiskey in, and to kind of uh, to educate your palate really. And uh, highly recommend this book, A Field Guide to Whiskey, by Hans Offringa. It's it's available on uh, Amazon. I think that's where I bought it. Uh, should should run you about twenty bucks. Good book. So another one um, which I have it on audiobook, but you can buy it in paperback. That's a great one. Is uh, Beam Straight Up. Mm. So uh, like Jim Beam Straight Up. It's basically the history of Jim Beam, but a big portion of it is talking about uh, Booker No creating Booker's whiskey post. Uh, them selling the company to Centauri and him being absolutely fucking bored out of his mind with nothing to do and he literally comes up he literally creates kind of single-handedly the craft bourbon industry um, out of essentially boredom Um, and it's kind of a cool concept and a cool story how that started uh, and basically kind of uh, what it's obviously what it's rolled into not only for that company with the crazy craft brands that they have, but just what it's spun off to, you know, and just been like wildfire uh, across the country for for craft craft bourbon. Yeah, it, and it's a it's a fun story. The the way he kind of and really the first craft bourbon distillery, um, even though he, it, I mean, it's not a really a craft distillery, but he turned it into that by doing his own thing. Yeah, absolutely, and then it's kind of cool too. Um, you know, they talk about a lot about sour mash, and and you know, you learn what sour mash is, but you know, it's it's that kind of returning yeast from the previous yield. And he talked about his his great grandfather basically having a yeast in a in a bowl or a package that he would put on the front. He would leave the distillery with the yeast every day and bring it home. And bring it back every day because that was the secret to their bourbon. Like it was so highly, you know, sought after. Or it was, it was uh, they cherished it so much that they didn't want to get in the wrong hands. So like his 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 grandfather wouldn't even let the yeast stay on property. Like it drove it rode in the front seat from work uh, to home to home every day. But some great other great other stories in there and just really cool stuff about the industry. And um, I mean. How bourbon was made before bourbon was was popular. I mean, yeah. it's kind of crazy in the world we live in now today to think that bourbon wasn't as big as it is today. Thirty years, ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty oh, years yeah. ago, even ten years ago, you know? it was it was definitely not the same market as today. And it's uh, no. it's the it's the biggest thing right now in alcohol consumption. I would say. I'd say it's definitely. It's definitely up there. Bourbon market is insane. So, awesome, Scott. I cannot wait to uh, to see what everyone shows on the BSEA Christmas morning. All their bourbon gifts and what they're drinking through the holidays. 
keep sharing. You guys do an awesome job. Uh, keep sharing what you're drinking. Keep sharing what you're looking for. Um, any rare finds you have, we love love seeing them, love checking them out. And uh, of course, yeah, show us your bourbon your bourbon gifts as you get them. Oh yeah, definitely love to see those on the on the Facebook group, uh, Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/bsea. It's uh, it's a fun site. It's you know grows a little bit each day, but it's also a kind of secret site. So, um, Brant, uh, we, as we tease this, when we get to January, it's a new year. It's 2020. We're going to be doing a little bit of fun with BSEA uh, membership. Um, I have been fortunate to get George T. Stagg for the third year in a row. So I want to share that bottle of 2019 George T. Stagg with some of the membership. In order to do that. Membership challenge. Yeah, we're going to do a membership challenge. So I want you to invite as many people as you can. There's going to be one question. Who invited you? All you got to do is tell your buddy to answer your name and you'll get credit for it. The people that, that recruit the most members will have uh, will be entered into uh, the, 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 ch- the, the contest for you're going to get a dram of 2018 George C. Stag. I've got uh, we've got well over half a bottle left of that. Uh, and then you'll get a dram of 27 or 2019 George C. Stag. So you can compare the two uh, as we compare the two, uh, I'm sure, at some point on the show. Um, I'm putting up the handy. The yep, handy. and, and you're handy. gonna you're gonna bring out some of the uh, what is it, uh, Thomas Handy? And I think uh, Weller Twelve Year. And Weller Twelve Year. So some really exclusive bottles of whiskey for you, if you can in, in, if you can recruit some members to uh, to the BSEA to the to the Secret Underground Whiskey uh, Society. And uh, also, the only other thing you got to do, subscribe to the podcast. I'm gonna trust that you do it. I don't need your I don't need you to show it. But subscribe to the podcast. It's real easy. Go over to uh, the Apple Podcast app. Uh, go over to Podbean. Uh, subscribe there. It's real easy. Click it, and you'll get the episodes all... How, God, how many have we done to this point? Like 16, 17 uh, different uh, drinks of the day that we've done in December. And uh, and and you'll get these pushed to your, your podcast. So when you're driving to work, you can listen to a show about whiskey. Absolutely, and so so you think we'll do, we'll start this January one and run through what first quarter of the year? You know what? We'll start at January one. We'll end it February twenty. What is it? Twenty eight or twenty nine this year? I think we have a twenty nine. We got a leap year. Is it a leap year? I think it is. So we'll do we'll do it for two months. Yeah, we'll do it for two months. So every person. So you'll drop you'll drop the official rules. I'll drop the start of January uh, before the uh, before January starts. they're over on the BSEA Facebook group, so if you're a member there, you'll you'll easily be able to go find it. And uh, I want to see I want to see new uh, subscriptions. I want to see new members, and this is the best way for you to not only get to try some uh, pretty rare whiskey, but also your friends. So every new member who joins will be entered. So the uh, one, two random new members will will be given this gift set of whiskey, and the two top. Uh, recruiters will get a uh, will get a, a whiskey set. So awesome! So four people in BSEA will be getting uh, some George T. Sag and Thomas Handy whiskeys and uh, Weller Twelve. Beautiful. And they're and they're really awesome whiskeys. And we've actually had a short pour 
of uh, uh, Thomas Handy coming up soon. So some antique collections, some of our fine and rare uh, cast series that uh, that's going to be coming up in January or February, depending on when we get around to drinking it. Because we have a lot of stuff to drink around here. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. So look, on that note, uh, go out, recruit, and uh, just wait until January. Just look. I, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to invite them now, by all means, invite them now. But the recruitment, if the recruitment drive officially starts in January, we'll call it Pledge Months. Pledge Month. I love it. So, uh, Brant, uh, this was a good whiskey. I really enjoyed this rye. Better than expected, right? Yeah, and a good a good start to some of the ryes that we're going to be drinking over the next couple of weeks. Most of our time has been preoccupied by the whiskey advent calendar. So after the holidays, we'll get into our official episode that comes out at the end of every month. And uh, some short pours with, uh, what are we doing at that? Midwinter's Night's Dream? Yeah. And then our, yeah. uh, our official episode is, uh, what do we got? We got uh, Rittenhouse Rye and Willet Family Reserve. Yeah. So make sure you, if you want to join us for that, go out and grab those and uh, enjoy them with us. So Brant. May your time here be educational and enjoyable. As always, Scott, if you came in to learn... Drink what you learned. If you came in to share... Share what you drink. If you came here a stranger... May you exit as a friend. And if you came for an adventure... Drink drink up. up. Cheers, everyone.